1: What a wonderful opportunity. And thank you for honoring us by listening to us on this radio station or podcast. And we're just always honored to come across to you guys and, and just to come out here and look at the book of Psalms. With me, as always, is my friend, my co-host, uh, uh, my cohort in crime, Stephanie Wesco. Stephanie, what's going on?
2: Well, good morning, Doug. What's going on? I am um excited, getting ready to head out to California. Um Middle of the night tonight, heading to the airport. So, anyways, I'm excited about that. And um,
1: yeah, it's like that old song, California, here I come, right back where <laughs> I started from. We, I didn't
2: start from California. I haven't either. been there in 15 years. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to Sacramento, so it's gonna. Be, so Stephanie, just to give you guys some background, Stephanie had her honeymoon in San Diego. So uh, where we're going looks nothing like San Diego. It's a bunch of flat, deserty-looking, semi-arid type of place, I guess. There's some trees, some plants, but nice people, great folks. We love them. But it's going to be a completely different look than that of the uh, beautiful green and ocean down there in San Diego. And so Stephanie's getting ready to go there. We're all going there. Debbie's going. I'm going. We're going out to be with our friends at uh, Bible Baptist Fellowship there in Sacramento. And, uh, so as we cruise along in the book of Psalms, uh, we're pretty excited about first our segment that, uh, you might be a knucklehead if, and today is Stephanie's turn from the knucklehead moment. Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead if.
2: You might be a knucklehead if you would rather live off of government welfare and quote unquote disability instead of going and getting a job.
1: Yeah. And the qualifier there is we know there's people out there who have to live on disability and stuff. Yeah. But we also know there's so many people out there cheating and uh, taking that money and, and and... milk
2: in the system. Yeah. 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 I was talking to a guy last night from church and we were talking about, um, he was saying how he works in a nursing home and how people are having, you know, nursing homes are having a hard time getting jobs. People are quitting. They'd rather live on, on welfare than work. And, and we were just saying how insane that is because, that's what life is about. It's not about sitting at home, um, living life online or whatever. It's it, you're supposed. God created us to work. Even Adam and Eve, He created them to work to keep the garden, and um, God did not create us to sit around being lazy bums.
1: Exactly, and and I think that's that's pretty important. Wow, and so leaving out of that, God has, if we can work, if we can do things, we should. If we can't, we get that. And so now we're getting to this place, food that's right with God, food that's right with God.
2: Wow. I think because I'm hungry, this is why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. But food that's right with God for me this morning, I'm going to say would be a Longhorn Steakhouse steak. Praise God.
1: Uh, I could
2: go
1: <clears throat> for it flows <laughs> a, a flows for Lay's right now
2: with that white
1: balsamic vinaigrette dressing on the salad and, man, some mushrooms and onions on the side. and
2: Yeah, you're making it work.
1: <laughs> a loaded baked potato and those rolls that are right with God, Man, Aww. let's stop everything we're doing right now and go there. Well, she'd right. go in Indiana, and I'd go grab Debbie and go in South Carolina. But anyway, <laughs> I can't go. I got a dentist appointment this afternoon. But this is what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking as we go into Psalm 124, uh, you know, we've learned so much out of the book of Psalms. You know, we, were, we came out, we were talking, you know, this whole uh, s- yesterday, that Psalm 123 and trusting in God and going through and, and doing those things, lifting up our eyes to the heavens, trusting in his throne, trusting in his hand, trusting in his judgment, trusting in all those things. Then we come to Psalm 124 where the trust has to become sight. You know, David takes over as king, and right away the Philistines attack David twice. Right away, and boy, that's even modern. Remember when Israel became a country? I think uh, all those countries attacked within nine days and all lost. And uh, and that's what happened with David. So as we come into Psalm one twenty four, let's look at this through the lens of somebody who's been attacked, somebody who's been stabbed in the back, somebody who's trying to be taken out, and. War is nothing new. War is, uh, throughout the Bible, is filled with war, civil war, and evil war. And, but starting here in Psalm 124 and what we go through and those types of things, it said, if, we had not, uh, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up, Against us, when men attacked us, that idea rose up where we were attacked out of nowhere. Then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us, and the stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed He the Lord, He hath not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of fowlers. The snare is broken. We are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. And he's he's equating that even in war, even in battle, even in these attacks, even in the Philistines greatly planning out these attacks, greatly setting up these attacks, leaving these snares out there. David's understanding in battle, his hopes in the Lord, they weren't swallowed up. The The waters didn't get proud over their heads. They weren't drowned. They weren't that but God got him through, and I mean, what are you thinking of, Stephanie, as we went through Psalm 124?
2: Well, I this psalm is more precious to me than it used to be um, because of the way it talks about God being with us even in the midst of um, warlike times, and um, it's true. I don't know what else to say to it, but that I remember. Seeing God's miracles in front of our eyes and knowing that this is who he is. This is the God we serve today. And that's, wow. I don't honestly know what to say to it except that it makes me very humbled that this is my God.
1: Yeah, this is the God we serve and the and the God we serve is the God that can get us through wars and battles, and He's the God that helped your family escape Cameroon. Yeah, the same God. I mean, there and in, in God used His people here on Earth uh, and to help you, but God definitely led out front with your escape from Cameroon. And and I think that's kind of what David's talking about here. If I had not had the Lord, if I had, if It had not been for the Lord. So if I've not had the Lord here and he was on our side, now Israel would say we're swallowed up. All this stuff is going on, but we had the Lord. So I think the other side of this Psalm and the way we're going into this is we had the Lord. We had God. And uh, because we had God, we came out the other end. Because we had God, these two attacks from the Philistines, these two coordinated attacks, these, these battles that we're trying to turn into, wage into our known part of the world wars, uh, would have worked. And so I think, you know, Stephanie, I always, I'm not trying to do this thing, an analogy thing, but invariably it comes down to the little battles we do every day. And I'm not talking about the battles of the scope of escaping Cameroon. I'm not talking about the battles of the scope of uh, escaping a war in Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever, or Vietnam or whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm not talking about a war of the scope of, uh, you know, being tied down, held down, kidnapped, sex workers. All you are listening to us. I get that. But here's the deal. If this all applies to you too. If it had not been for the Lord, would we be on this podcast right now? Would we be listening to this podcast? You know, so I, I mean I guess the major question that I come back to you with, Stephanie, would would I have been, you know, saved out of this PTSD craziness, Willie dying in my arms, the blood, the craziness, all the murk, the the weird world, would you have Come out of the valley and the pit that you were assigned to by yourself and, uh, or assigned by you. I mean, we all throw ourselves in those pits. And I mean, if it had not been for the Lord, we'd still be there.
2: God's, He will, He's our Savior, and not just from eternal hell, but He's our Savior from these things that, you know, I go back to Joseph, and Joseph went through so many things. And did Joseph have down days? Yes, I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt, Joseph dealt with discouragement and times of depression, just like any other human being out there does. David was a man after God's own heart right? and those things. So I firmly believe Joseph dealt with those things. But in the end, when the tale was told, because he trusted God moment by moment, day by day, through those valleys, he could say, you meant this for evil. But God meant it for good, and that's that's the God that we see here. That's what that's what David is saying here. No matter what people are meaning as evil against me, whether it be in wartime, whether it be um, whatever, you know, whether you're going through something physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually that that's abusive. What men mean for evil against you, this God, this protector, you can call out to Him and your help is in his name and call out in his name for help and he has made that promise that call unto me and i will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things
1: yeah in in the, in the name of the lord uh, you know it's a stronghold the name of the lord just calling that name just just knowing that there's more behind it than calling the name that you know when we we can invoke a lot of names we can say the name of the president, we can say the name of the governor, we can say the name of our mayors, but our stronghold, our strong tower, our place is the name of the Lord. And and David's saying if if it hadn't been for him in those first couple verses, if it had not been for God, you know, we had this terrible sudden attack, and and it talks about this flood. You know, I'm amazed as we go up in verse number three, then that had swallowed us up quick. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters had overwhelmed us, and the stream had gone over our soul. And, and, I mean, if it had not been for God, these things are taking place. There's a drowning happening. Then the brown waters had gone over our souls. We lose everything if it had not been for God. And, and, and I think that we all need to stop and say, what would we have lost in our lives at this point? What would we have lost? Where would we be right now if it had not been for God? And, yeah. and, you know, and I think that that's a good question.
2: Yeah. Well, I know for me, I wouldn't probably even be alive. In fact, I can guarantee you I wouldn't be.
1: Yeah. And I said to Stephanie, when she came back, having to go through the terrible traumas and the situation she had been through, I told her, I said, I know people, uh, mostly ladies who get widowed. It seems like us guys are the ones who uh, go first but I know ladies who've been through terrible, terrible things, and they handle it one or two ways. And and there are those of you listening to us, ladies or men who've been through terrible, terrible things, and we handle it one or two ways. And I submit to you, if we're listening to this podcast, we're leaning in the right way, which is giving it to God, looking to God, trusting in God, going back and saying, if it had not been for God, I wouldn't be here right now. If it had not been for God... Uh, you know, I don't even know where I'd be right now. I think I would have stayed in the Army. I think I would have, not that that was all bad. I would have done 30 years. I would have taken an Army job. Not that that's all bad. But, you know, I got gloriously saved, and and God not only saved me, he did some things that he does to some of us. He called me. He called me to serve in his ministry. He called me to step out in faith and trust him. He called me to do those things. And for Stephanie, she can say, and, and I can say on her behalf as counseling with her, talking to her, getting to know her, that she went down the road. If it had not been for God, I mean, she may be just locked up in her house somewhere. Uh, and just just trying to go day by day, moment by moment, and doing uh, menial things, but somehow just being stuck in the moment, being stuck in the garbage, being stuck in the war, being stuck in the battle. And we serve a God who doesn't want us stuck, Stephanie.
2: Yeah. Well, he has a purpose for us, and I think that's huge to remember. Is no matter what your war that you're fighting, God has a purpose for you.
1: He does. He does.
2: And, uh, so seek to serve Him even in the midst of your trial, because if if you don't, you'll become like introspective, and then you'll implode.
3: Yeah. And
2: so you. Again, lifting your eyes up yeah. to Jesus and be, letting him build you up, letting him put your pieces back together, even in the midst of your valley, clinging to him, clinging to the hem of his garment, um, being like Jacob saying, I will not let thee go until thou bless me. That's what God's looking for is that heart of utter dependence and clinging faith of no matter what, God, I'm not letting go of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's somehow that has to be there. Somehow that process takes place uh, when you say, okay, you know, I'm dismayed. I'm gobsmacked was a word that was used a lot in the Army, which is just a, a, a Yankee term for I'm utterly dismayed or, you know, some big fancy term. And, man, my life's upside down. I'm going through this junk. This is terrible. Uh, the flood is there. The beast is there in verse six, where it said, "Pray for the peace of Jerusalem; they shall prosper." I'm sorry, boy, don't you hate it when you read the wrong Psalm? Blessed be the yeah. Lord who has <laughs> not given us a prey to their teeth, and He's not given us over to the beast. And then He's talking about the hidden trap; our soul has escaped, and like a bird in the snare, there's snares out there to get us. And so, I guess all this is saying we need to go to God. All this is saying we make a choice every single day. All this is saying that when we make the choice, it has to be the right one. It has to be the choice that says, you know what? I've been through this. I lost somebody who was real important to me. I lost soldiers. I lost this. I've been hurt. I've been raped. I lost my innocence, whatever the case may be terrible. And I think the people who cause those problems should be hung and we should get to shoot at them. But on the other side, there's an other side to that. The other side is God wants us to come out and trust him. God wants us to move forward. He doesn't want us to forget what we've been through. He does want us to move forward uh, and, and grow from that and help others. I was amazed. And the reason I know he doesn't want us to forget it is because he said we use those trials over in 1 Corinthians, Stephanie. He said we we use those things and we go through those things so that we can help other people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and that all by itself is is terrifying to some. But anyway, I want to throw a song in here at this point. It's entitled The Name of the Lord. Tell us about the song, The Name of the Lord, Stephanie.
2: Wow. Well, The Name of the Lord, some friends of mine wrote it. And um, it's always been an encouragement to our family for many, many years. Um, we sang it a lot on deputation. And then, obviously, it became more precious even after Charles died so um, it just it causes our focus to be on who our God is to us, and that's that's where God wants us to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm going to go ahead and play that, and then we'll get back to Stephanie here in just a minute. This is the name of the Lord, performed by Stephanie Wesco and family. Love that song and and uh, what a, what a song to bring up. So as we went through this psalm, we saw a lot going on and 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 we know that these sudden attacks come and these battles and sometimes we feel overwhelmed. We're drowning. That's a term that Stephanie used during her thing. And there's a beast. There's people out there trying to trap us. We know that. And uh, so we just went through. We listened to that great song, "The Name of the Lord." Uh, Uh, by the Van Gildrens. What a beautiful song. And make sure you go out and get Stephanie, uh, Steadfast in Trial, Stephanie Wesco and family. Now, Stephanie, I want to go back to camp just for a minute. So just so you folks know, for the last few days, we've been advertising our PTSD camp at Camp Joy, Wisconsin, September 13th through 17th. And we want to get you folks out there. So let us know what we can do to help you get out there. We're going to have broken sessions, uh, sessions between just ladies, broken out sessions, not broken sessions, and just men. And we'll come back together for some problem solving. We'll come back together for some preaching and a concert and things of that nature. And Stephanie, looking from a perspective of a lady showing up, even if she's by herself at Camp Joy, Wisconsin, talk a little bit about that. Because I know sometimes ladies have reservations uh, about showing up to a camp and not knowing what to expect. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, I love that Camp Joy has, you know, you have your private you can have a private room if you want. you can I mean you can have a house if you want, um, like a little cabin house if you want. Um, and it's just a, it's a very comfy environment. It's very safe. Um, you don't have to feel like you're in danger there. Um, it's very relaxing. Our family loves going there every year.
1: and, and the food is really good.
2: Uh, yeah the foods the food, everything's. I I, honestly, it's, it's a wonderful experience. So folks get on the phone with John
1: Moore up there, at camp joy, Wisconsin, and make your reservation today. Let us know if there's anything we can do to help you out with that. We're a helpful wounded spirits, Facebook page. Also, you don't have to look real hard to find Stephanie and I on Facebook. Uh, Listen, we sure do love you folks. We're thankful for this opportunity. Always thankful to have the opportunity to come across your airwaves and your radio stations and podcasts, but we sure do love you. Hope you're having a great day. Please listen to every word Eric has to say about salvation. There's nothing more important than knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at help for wounded spirits,